One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello, everyone. So lovely to be back. Episode number four of Scummy Mummies. It's me, Helen Thorne, again. <laughs> and it's me, Ellie Gibson, again. I really must think of a joke to do this. It's, just, it's still not funny. It's me, Ellie Gibson, again. And also, I'm very excited, listeners, to announce that we have a special guest, our first ever special guest. Oh, look at us. Ooh. That's right, it's Madonna. No, it's not. Um, that'd be nice, though. We should email her. Yes. Um, uh, it's Jessie, who is uh, uh, my oldest friend, but more important, not as in, like, she's 94, like, I've just known her all my life, um, and also a health visitor. Isn't that right, Jessie? I am. I'm a nurse and a health visitor. A nurse and a health visitor. Oh, oh. my God. That's like having two superpowers. Indeed. And how long have you visited health? <laughs> Uh, I've been a health visitor for eight years. Eight years. Wow. See, and you've also got two children, haven't you? I do. I have two girls. So there you are. So you're a mother and a nurse and a health visitor, and basically you know everything there is to know about childcare, right? Absolutely everything. Absolutely everything, and that's yes. why you are basically my personal NHS direct, and I phone you up <laughs> at three AM, going, "Help! My my son's just eaten a can of hairspray. What what do I do?" And you go, "It's probably fine. Get to the hospital if you're that worried." So thanks for that. So thanks for coming on the podcast. It's my pleasure. We are very, very excited about having a a guest speaker, but um, I just wanted to say a big, quick thank you to our gorgeous listeners out there across the globe. We are number one again. Ellie, iTunes podcast. Kids and family. Kids and family, yeah. Kids and family. Actually, number one. Um, So thank you very much for downloading, listening and loving. Yeah. And f*** you, CBeebies podcast. Yeah. Uh, We are number one. Sometimes. (laughs) I That's don't. It. I haven't really worked out the charts. To be honest, I don't really know how no. it goes up and down. But sometimes we're more popular than the CBBS. And Wicked, yeah. In your face, Mister Tumble. That's it. Thank <laughs> you. That's my Mister Tumble impression. Charlie really likes it. I've been working on it a long time. <laughs> so thank you for listening. No, that's no. No, spoiled it now. You sign number yeah. one. <laughs> anyway. And also, thank you uh, for... <laughs> I'm really going to stop doing it. I am going to stop doing it. Um, thank you um, to everyone who's bought tickets for the Scummy Mummy show. We've actually sold out the Saturday, the 9th of November night. Oh, hello. And... How exciting. Put on another sh- another date. That's right. The show has done so well that the Lewisham Fringe has let us have Thursday, the 7th of November as well. At 9pm. So go to our wonderful website, scummymummies.com, or go to wegottickets.com forward slash scummy mummy show or That's just right. scummy mummies i think that's professional that's yeah we probably should have looked that up before <coughs> we started Googled it. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're yeah, on no. it tonight Jessie, Sell you've it, bought Jessie. tickets haven't you you've i probably... have bought tickets do you I'm already looking feel forward to it oh, you are oh, I am. You're, you're correct not... <laughs> 
we do offer a money back guarantee. Yeah, <laughs> we, we guarantee we won't give you your money back. So there you are. <laughs> right, well, I think it's time for our first item. Oh, current affairs. Let me jingle my papers, ladies and gentlemen. We do have gentlemen listeners, not gentlemen callers. Gentlemen. <laughs> said the bishop to the actress um we have gentlemen listeners thank you husbands uh and partners and and men and that is my classy segue into talking about men and especially men's uh testicles because in the guardian dear listeners on the 9th of september there was a very exciting article that caught our eye it said testicle size may indicate men's childcare aptitude suggests US study. So basically it's saying the smaller the testicle, the better they are with children. That is amazing. It's amazing mainly that somebody saw fit to bother to study that, I I think. (laughs) That someone thought, I'm going to find out if there's a connection between bollock size Mm. and, uh, you know, being able to fry a fish finger. Yes, or read a spot story with enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, Jessie, our our resident expert, have you read this article? Are you you familiar with the, the study? I have to say this is the first i've heard of it it's interesting (laughs) i know but it does it does pose lots of questions now doesn't it if 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 you're looking for a future partner you know like when you're on dating websites like good sense of humor (laughs) small balls you know will there be a new acronym for um you know good with kids (laughs) small in nuts I like the bit where let me uh, oh yeah no, let me shovel the babies. I like the bit where they talk about um, uh, taking as a pair the men's testes varied in size from eighteen cubic centimeters to sixty cubic centimeters. The typical pair was around thirty eight cubic centimeters. Mm. And I and I read this to my friend Steve, and he said, "How did they measure that? Did they just get a measuring jug and dunk them in? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, that little calculation. What's it called Archimedes principle? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly." But I mean, you know, in all seriousness, um, Jesse, you know, you're an expert. How big are your partner's balls? <laughs> I can't say I've ever used Archimedes principle to examine this. <laughs> so I can't answer that question. One, one hand cup, two hand cups. <laughs> You know, but we, 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 yeah. Should we should we do a fruit comparison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with kiwi fruit. I was going to say that. Oh, oh snap! Oh, oh, turns out he's been living a double life. He's got so two families. The... All those business trips. <laughs> <laughs> they are most testicle like though. Kiwi fruit, aren't they? Of all the fruits. And I'm allergic to kiwi fruit. Interestingly, there you go. and also uh, Don't anyway, stick never mind. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm having kiwi fruit. I'm having kiwi. Jesse, what what are you going for? Plums. Plums. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's, yes. that's pretty standard, I would say. Are plums bigger than kiwi fruit? I'd say they're a little bit smaller. Mm. I would no. say they're about the same. I don't know. Oh, wow. wow, I don't know where Who's you buy winning? your plums. <laughs> so, Helen, that doesn't really leave you a lot in the way of fruit to compare your husband's balls to. No, that's it. I know you've, you've taken kiwi fruit. Mm, maybe clementine? A clementine? Oh, oh. unusual shape. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. But very fancy peelers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lovely if you want to make a Chris dingle. Yeah. <laughs> clothes, yeah, I just stick some clothes with them during the, the Christmas months. And... Yeah. <laughs> I usually oh. just put one in the end of the. Yeah. yeah, anyway. So, no, I like the bit in the article as well where it said indulging in childcare may make the man's testes shrink. See, and th- th- this puts a whole new spin to when I say, when my husband says to me, when I actually ask him to do something, you're busting my balls. It's like, <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> shrinking them. <laughs> 
I love that. I love that is a quote though, and I love that phrase: indulging in childcare. Oh yeah, I'm just going to indulge in some childcare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's. I've got conspiracy theory. I think this is just. It's just another thing so that men can get out of childcare, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I can't go to the park today. My balls might shrink. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Look We're at John across you. the road. He he he. He interacts with these children all the time. He's got grapes the size of nuts. No, nuts the size of grapes. <laughs> edit, edit that out. <laughs> oh, well, dear. you know, in all, in all seriousness, uh, expert Jesse, um, do you think ball size really has anything to do with a man's aptitude for childcare? Well, I can't comment on whether the size of testicles has changed uh, in relation to involvement <laughs> of dads, because that's not something I would examine. Um, <laughs> Yes, I'll weigh your baby and, and look at your husband's nuts. <laughs> it's in the red book now. <laughs> we yeah, measure the husband's nuts at the beginning of the pregnancy. And Mine's see. on the 78th percentile. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> You're just not feeding him enough. <laughs> this could apply to all sorts of things. I'd like to find out if the size of my boobs affects how good I am at doing crossword puzzles. Mm. Or it could be anything, really. Yeah, that's that it. sounds like a very relevant study. I think it's no less relevant than this one, to be honest. Absolutely. I just think stop studying and just get on with doing the bath time. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, that was lovely. I think I think we've have we have we uh, have we yeah, said we've, we've cracked that nut? <laughs> oh, oh, stop! <laughs> it's too good. It's oh, too I good. know. We could talk testes. <laughs> testicle talk with ellie <laughs> jesse and helen <laughs> as always listeners if you'd like to tell us what fruit your partner's uh, testicles yes. resemble do do get in touch uh, mm. on the what is this now is the facebook.com forward slash scummy mummies podcast or indeed scummy indeed it's, it is got it is scummy mummies podcast at the facebook again yes. this is something we really should yes yeah commit Re- to memory. research is a good thing yeah yeah <laughs> we're writing it down <laughs> So on to the next, I think. Mm, Ellie, item. Hey, Ellie, it's you. So we've got a new item for you this week, listeners. It's Cookery Corner. Helen, do you want to do a theme tune? Have we prepared one? Oh, that's right. <laughs> that is all that's, fresh. Isn't that Mr and Mrs? <laughs> <laughs> it's three, two, one. It's, back, it's in my back catalogue. A speedboat, a caravan, <laughs> a holiday in Tenerife. Uh, yes. <laughs> anyway, cookery corner. And now this has actually been inspired by um, uh, this article that someone's put on the internet from Mothering Magazine, the September 1983 issue. Mm-hmm. Recipes for the placenta. It's what mm. to do with your afterbirth. Oh, good. And good, it's lovely. We've all worried about that and wondered about that because after you do your third stage labour, I spat then. Apologies. Um, third stage of labour. Your labor. mouth is watering. <laughs> it's got to go somewhere. I know. Delish. Um, <laughs> I'm glad I eat meat. Um, yes, a lovely website that gives you both the recipes and the visuals of placenta oh. in many different forms. That's right. If you want it, we'll put the link on the website. But if you want to see it, um, I wouldn't recommend doing it you know, before mm. breakfast or with a hangover. Um, and some of the recipes you'll find on there include a placenta cocktail. Mm-hmm. That involves blending a raw placenta with some V8 juice Yummy. and some ice cubes. I like because oh, the ice chills. cubes are really yeah, yeah. And, a, and a little cocktail umbrella as well, just for <laughs> garnish. <laughs> I, pres- I prefer my placenta still at body temperature myself, yeah. but that's just easy me. drinking. Mm. Uh, there's also a recipe for plasagna. <laughs> We fry it up with garlic and oregano. Uh, there's there's placenta stew, pizza, pasta, roast placenta, and the uh, uh, the placenta sandwich. Oh, and what do you sandwich it between? <laughs> <laughs> 
oh, I think by that point I'd London. scrolled down so far I was actually vomiting. I know, uh, I, I checked it this morning with a fairly hefty hangover. <laughs> I must admit, I had a bit of sick in my mouth. Oh. And there's some lovely quotes is there for, on there as well from people who do eat placenta. One yeah. person said it tastes like filet mignon. Mm. I find that very hard to believe. <laughs> um, and someone else said, it is the only piece of meat you can eat that you don't have to kill to do so. Oh, darling. Which I thought was not... That's not a good reason to eat something. No, that you didn't no. have to kill it. No. You know, really. So so there we are. So, ladies, um, uh, have we ever eaten our own placentas, Jesse? No. No? No. Did it, did it occur to you ever for a second? No. <laughs> <laughs> I... I appreciate that everybody has their own desires around childbirth. Oh, stop being professional. Oh, yeah, that's good. You're so professional. I hate it when you're professional. Good grief. And that may be your cup of tea, but no. (laughs) You want to make a cup of tea out of it? That's the recipe, but that'd be really weird. Oh, Twining's new edition. Have you have you ever had as as a health visitor? Have you ever had anyone ask you advice? You know, is, no. <laughs> what kind of chili to use? Or... <laughs> I tend to see people after they've given birth, so kind of way after the placenta stage. But I have heard of the lotus birth where you carry it around with you what? And, until it falls off. Oh, oh. Well, oh. oh. Why? What do you carry it around in? Like a bum bag? Uh, yeah, you kind <laughs> of wrap it up inside. the baby's nappy oh apparently it doesn't smell apparently oh. jesse i can't believe you you've disgusted me even more than the website I <laughs> looking at those pictures i couldn't feel any more violently well. ill so helen because you you know you had the water birth at home and all yeah. that were you not tempted to go the full you know the yeah full no mile? it was it was it was very strange because i having a water birth um and and at home it's not like it just kind of gets shooed away like I just remember like, having the baby and they say oh look the best way to give birth to the placenta is just hop out of the pool stand up and it will just plop out <laughs> they, they provided I think a Tesco bag for me to plop it onto <laughs> really yeah and then I just, I just poked it with my toe a bit and um <laughs> And then they popped it in a plastic bag and sent it off to the hospital. So that was really nice. So I, I think I had a bit of placenta interaction, but never did it cross my eye going, mmm, tasty snack. Yeah. Pop it in the freezer bag, put it in your uh, Tupperware and, and fry it up for later. Yuck. Oh, no. And Because yeah. I'm, I'm like a meat fat. I love meat and I like really rare steak and all that. And I don't yeah. mind, like I don't, I, I'm not squeamish about burgers and sausages and things. So I think mm. If you're going to eat like an animal's, you know, thigh, why not eat its bumhole on its eyelids i mean yeah. really just just you know but this i yeah. think is where i draw the line yeah. jesse's making such incredible faces now <laughs> I, I, I suppose i'm not as much of a meat fan as you and uh, having looked at placentas the idea of eating one just did not appeal to me whatsoever but apparently it is very rich in iron is mm. it so that's your expert opinion it is very good for you I can't say that it's necessarily good for you. I can merely say that it is rich in iron. <laughs> but so is roadkill. <laughs> That's it. Which is not dissimilar uh, in, in no. appearance. And I would, I would suggest in taste and texture, I would wager. Oh. And 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 let's be frank. There's been a lot of mixed meats in lasagna oh. over the past six months. That you know, you wouldn't know. I'm sure you wouldn't even know you were eating placenta. But Just anyway, look. No, if any of our listeners have actually eaten their placenta, please do do write in. <laughs> no, no photos needed. But um. If you have in your percent, we're not judging you. No, we are, no. But, um, we're no, we're supporting your decision as as a mother and as a carnivore. But, yeah. <laughs> I dare you, Ellie. How much? How much? How much would you eat a percent for? Oh. I'd do it for hundred quid. Really? 
Oh, like a, not like a whole one, but like just a, a little little lick, like a, like a horse duver, like a volleyball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. If you give me two hundred quid, I'll eat a bruschetta. <laughs> <laughs> How much would I have to pay here. you, Jesse, to eat some of your own presenta? I, I honestly don't think I could do it. What about some of mine? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because that would make it all better. So we, we're, we're going on to the cheery topic of crying. Oh, oh have how... you got a theme tune for this one? <laughs> It's like some sort of jazz funeral march. I enjoyed it. Yes. Um, No, this this came up when Ellie and I were talking about, um, I guess, the effects of motherhood and just how much buckets and buckets of tears we have cried since since having a child and all those sort of cliches and and all those sort of things you want to deny yourself saying oh nothing's going to change when I become a mother and then yeah and you'll see a John Lewis ad or you'll see a comic relief uh clip and just you know wet yourself in the face is this this like a scientific thing is this a a known phenomenon or is it just that Helen's uh, (laughs) a bit nutty She's the swamp monster. <laughs> I think, you know, it, it's a known fact that babies and children are made from peeled onions. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, uh, tears come from the lacrimal system. Uh, crying is linked to showing your vulnerability. It's I thought you were going to say something else beginning with a B then. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> it's to get other people to care for you. Oh, but it's also oh. linked to oxytocin, which is all the... The mothering hormone, the mm-hmm. one that you have throughout pregnancy, linked to bonding. And there's also a link to empathy. Oh, okay. So it's a close link between oxytocin and empathy that you are more likely to empathise with others. Really? So oh, yes. it isn't like a scientific thing. It is actually... Oh. So when you get, as my mum said, on day three, you get the weeps. Yeah. After you, uh, you give birth and, uh, yeah, you just can't stop can't stop the tears it's all all part of the delightful package of mothering that we get that's part of the show bag it's the love hormone but it isn't just through motherhood it is also through touch Mm -hmm. and orgasm (laughs) because i always like to have a cry after i I cannot stop crying every time (laughs) (laughs) don't worry darling i say it's just my hormones you carry on you enjoy yourself <laughs> oh, I bet Pete's glad he started listening to these podcasts. Oh, <laughs> Will's thrilled. He really is. Um, like, do, and does it last like your whole life? After you, so, like, if you when you have the menopause, is it do your hormone levels like go back to normal? Or I don't know. I, I thought you might because you're like 38. <laughs> so you've been through it. I don't know. I'm not 38 yet. <laughs> no, sorry. Yet. <yeah. clears throat> <laughs> what is it? 37 and. Th- Four, five, eight. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, no, I'll leave you alone. Um, so, yeah, well, we we asked uh, you, dear listeners, uh, on the Facebook and stuff, if you had experienced it, and unsurprisingly, lots of you had. Mm. Um, a lady called Mary Ann Stepney wrote, uh, "My worst one." It was last Christmas when I was in floods of tears watching the snowman on the telly. I had the in-laws round and had to leave the room as my loud sobbing was spoiling everyone's festive spirits. I couldn't watch the bit where he melted too much for me. Oh, Oh, Marianne, we want to give you a cuddle. Oh, I'm so sorry. That sounds like a miserable Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I wasn't part of it. But thank you for sharing. Oh, Marianne, we love you. And um, Nikki Hill wrote in about the John Lewis ad, which was... 
I think Ellie and, and Jesse and I were talking about this before we uh, started recording that we were all just in floods of tears. It yeah. was so lovely. But then they did the one last year with the snowman and the snowman goes and he buys her a sky. I didn't like that oh, one. No, not it's as rubbish. touching. No. Yeah. It wasn't as touching. No. no. But Buck up your funny. ideas, John Lewis. <laughs> That's right. Buck up your ideas. I think I probably still cried at it though. Yeah. Yeah. If you want us to give you... <laughs> The Obviously. cry factor was low. But listen, John Lewis, if you want us to give you some ideas for this year's Christmas mm. advert, we're, you know, I oh. think you should have a little girl and like she's got a teddy and the teddy dies <laughs> and then uh, she gets a new one for Christmas. Um, uh, <laughs> but then... <laughs> sell it, Ellie, sell it. <laughs> and then and that then... one dies. <laughs> and yeah. Then a, and then a little dog has a sore paw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While an elfin-looking girl sings a Morrissey cover, there you are. <laughs> there we are. Sold. Lovely. Two million pounds. Yeah. Done. <laughs> you can have that, John Lewis. You can have that for free. Uh, and Jesse, you very kindly shared the request for crying stories on your Facebook. Uh, what, what did you have back? Um, Esme Worthington said, uh, "Kittens, children singing. Oh, yeah, mm. pretty things. I'm welling up now. Stop. <laughs> Soft things. <laughs> Scary things." <laughs> Balloon. Balloon. <laughs> I've never cried at a balloon. <laughs> Weather forecasts. <laughs> Tequila. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, oh. Esme, you've I, nailed it. Yeah, I think minus you minus the balloons. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I'm not sure about the weather forecasts. Yeah. To be honest oh. with you. Uh, yeah, I've never seen a particularly moving weather forecast. Perhaps I'm watching the wrong channel. Mm. I don't know. But I have thank a thing you, about Esme. Steel bands. Steel bands. As in, dun dun dun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I do it as like what people have put in their stomach when they're too fat. <laughs> that is quite, you know, I feel sorry that for is, them, but I don't cry about yeah. it. What is it with steel bands? I don't know, it makes me cry. You're really not around. Saying the words steel bands. No, 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 I'm, I'm actually gonna make laughing. You cry on the podcast. Oh, steel I'm bands, steel bands, steel bands. How about this? Bong, bada, bong, 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 bong. But I did go round, I did go on a school visit, and the children came at the steel band and I started crying oh darling that is pathetic <laughs> that's it steel oh, band we know what to do for a surprise 40th birthday oh, <laughs> not a lady in a cake no bring on the children yes. <laughs> steel drums. unleash the band it's steel drums yeah oh you'll be on oh. the floor oh there was another one on the Facebook from uh, Catherine Perry uh, I even cry at Mass Human Endeavour. Can't watch the London Marathon and spend most of the Olympics in tears. Oh, oh Catherine. Oh. Jesse, uh, as we've already <laughs> revealed, you cried at the, you cried at Steel Bands and you said on your Facebook that you cry at the CBB Spring Watch song, which I'd never seen, but I watched to try and empathise oh. with you and I just thought, what is wrong with this person? <laughs> Pull yourself together, professional. Yes, yes. Grip. It's just some little kids dressed as moths. <laughs> fannying about. Is it is it the daffodils? Is it the, the, the waking up of? of, of I don't nature? know. I oh. don't know. But it made me cry oh. every single time. Oh dear! Well, your life must be very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. <laughs> when I was pregnant, I used to cry at America's Next Top Model quite a lot. Mm. I remember that. That was quite, which is utterly ridiculous because it's the most vacuous. Yeah. soulless program in the mm, history of television that's a bit disturbing that's, yeah. the, that's the what is it whatever her name is Tara Tyra Banks it's yeah. just her going you are fierce and like telling people that they're not pretty enough to be in her composition but then going it's what's inside that counts which obviously negates the Bullshit. whole point of the program <laughs> yeah. you just undermined your entire value system yeah don't uh, eat for six weeks but you're beautiful on the inside oh god I'm running up now I'm running up now <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling quite I am oh. feeling Emotional. I'm feeling quite emotional. Maybe yeah. we all need a hug. Oh, oh good <laughs> grief, Jesse! Grow up. You're 38. <laughs> almost. Drink, drink a bit Just more. Just have some bloody look. There we are. Oh, Feel yeah. better. Cheers. Cheers. Three way there cheers. we are. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Pull yourself together. Come on, we're British. Even Helen's British now. You know. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah I do. I, I am. That was the right way to say it. I right. am British. Good. Come on. I'm ready for a war. All right. <laughs> Let's move right. on. Roll out the barrel. That's it. Have a rich uh, tea and get on with it. Yes. <laughs> so uh, now it's time for our special experty bit. We thought we'd have like a special, you know, expert mm. corner. Can you have yes. a corner on a podcast? I don't know. I've always thought of it as sort of spherical. Anyway, <laughs> um, Jesse, I asked Jesse, what is the number one thing you get asked about as a health visitor? And you said... Feeding and sleep. Feeding, that's two mm. things, isn't it? So I said, no, Jesse, for <laughs> just pick one, just pick one. And we picked sleep, didn't we? Sleep. You know, sleep is the is the big question on every parent's lips, as mm. in, you know, how can I get some? How can I get my child to get some? What is it? It's been so long, I've forgotten what it actually is. That's it. So, Jesse, what is sleep? <laughs> <laughs> You've gone deep there. <laughs> it's a bit philosophical. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's very magical property <laughs> that you don't see very much of for a long, long time. <laughs> That's reassuring. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what are the most common things people ask you? How can I make my child sleep? And unfortunately, you can't really make your child sleep. But you what? Can. I can't believe we asked you on this podcast for nothing. What a waste what is of a time. Secret? <laughs> I bought seven books about sleeping and I still don't get it. I can't do it. But there are things that can help you along your way. Oh, tell us. So you've got some top tips Top tips for us. Is that right? So I probably should have slightly less wine before we do this Tell us about sleep before I pass out. Okay. Number one, have a routine. 
Ah, oh, so that works, does it? Yes, eventually. Right. <laughs> but not overnight. Mm. But having a routine helps your child, baby, understand what that they're getting ready for bed. It helps them calm down. It helps them prepare for sleep. So when you say routine, do you mean like you read them the same books every night while you drink the wine from the same <laughs> grape? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Like how, Fish how fingers every night I find is quite so good. <laughs> <laughs> same food, same book. <laughs> same pyjamas. I haven't changed same Charlie's mom, for 18 months. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, it, it can be around a certain story or a certain song. Um, <clears throat> another thing is to have a transitional object. So it could be a teddy or a blanket or something that they can hold. That Just, they uh, an ashtray or... <laughs> Maybe just, uh, not an ash tray. <laughs> but bleach. Yeah. Just something familiar. Probably like not bleach. <laughs> uh, so you can give your child baby cuddles. That can help them settle down and feel calmer. Some people will want to hold their child. Some people will want to pat them. But see, I've heard that's bad. I've heard that you shouldn't pat them and cuddle them because that, that means you're you're helping them get to sleep and they're not learning to get to sleep on their own. Well, it is important to help them get to sleep on their own, but it is a process and it doesn't happen overnight. So it, if that is part of your process and you are... Is that a joke or a metaphor? <laughs> I'm not being helpful. <laughs> We're doing a lovely, very professional job, and I'm just She's being facetious and unpleasant. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'll shut up. I'll shut up. No, do carry on. So cuddles so, are okay, everyone. So it's all right. You don't have to be okay. ice queen, go you to sleep. You don't have to be ice queen, go to sleep. Uh, you can go for a gradual retreat approach mm-hmm. so that you're gradually weaning your child off your presence. So uh, that will be that you go from patting to go to sitting, holding their hand, to go to moving the chair further and further away from them. So you're out the door by the end of it. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping to make it to Kent by uh, <laughs> by Christmas. That's my plan. <laughs> well, this isn't saying stuff your child full of gunk before bed, but make sure that they are eating and drinking enough during the day so that they are more likely to be able to go through the night without waking, screaming because they're starving hungry. Mm-hmm. That's a good tip. I can't think of anything finger. funny about it. That's how good it is. <laughs> Sorry. We've all passed out because we've eaten too many. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, what's our favourite late night food, uh, Illy? Fried chicken. Cabernet Do- Sauvignon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Drunk too really much and passed out <laughs> on the couch. Hummus and breadsticks. Yes. Hummus and breadsticks, absolutely. Yeah. Are there any particular foods that are good for making them sleep? Um, tiramisu <laughs> I'd probably avoid Haribo. the tiramisu probably avoid the Haribo but uh, bananas have been shown oh. to have sleep inducing properties as has lettuce really? Mm. lettuce sandwiches wow. gosh but that's next week's podcast how to get your child to eat lettuce it's <laughs> a whole other dilemma oh yes uh, music has been found to be beneficial really? yep which one? Which? which what is it? Bar- <laughs> gangster rap <laughs> Gangnam style, yeah. <laughs> Gangnam style, yeah. That will get them sleepy. Uh, Bark and Beethoven. Oh, really? Yes. They'll be number one in the iTunes podcast, uh, iTunes chat. Not kids with... and family, though. No, 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 no. no, no. Music. <laughs> Which Beethoven is much less important. Oh dear, that's lovely. Have you tried mm. it? It didn't work for me. <laughs> You heard it first here on Scummy Mummies. <laughs> oh, I know that friends use music and have this CD that, that always works, that always sends that sign that 
they're going to sleep and they'll take the CD everywhere they go. So they can go to dinner parties, put the kids in the travel cot and they'll go to sleep. So. Yeah, really? Yeah. What is the name of this CD? I know, I know. I will spend big bucks on that. I no, would eat a placenta for that CD. <laughs> and there's a there's one on YouTube that we've used um, when the kids have got overtired and hysterical, which is a, like I think it's either a Fisher-Price or a Baby Einstein. And it's just some balls floating around to some very soft oh. music. And it's hypnotic and it's just got this floating eye in the middle of it. Oh my and God. Hugo, I know it sounds really. I know, but it goes for two hours. It's on, it's on this loop and just knocks, knocks them out to sleep. It's oh. amazing. And we should it, put that on the Facebook. Yeah, page. no, I'll put the link up because yeah, we've had nights where, when they've woken up in the middle of the night and hysterical. like, get the iPad, get the iPad. There cool. So next tip, next tip, next tip, next tip, uh, little babies swaddling. See, I tried this with Charlie and he was not having it. But it it does work for some people. For Mm. some people. I think the thing is that not everything's going to work for everyone because all babies are really, really different. And it is worth trying different things, but maybe not all at once. So try one thing, keep at it Mm -hmm. for a couple of weeks and then try something different. So don't swaddle it in a teddy bear while (laughs) listening to Bark. Sleepy bastard. And feeding it a sandwich. Yeah. Just, yeah. And breastfeeding it. The waving the magic wand. Yeah. <laughs> but my main top tip is just be patient and get mm. some support. Have those afternoon naps whenever you can. Mm. It will get you through. My husband was away from work, away from home on work this week and both of them were being nuts. They're two and four and they share the same room and they were just hyping each other up and that I'd say don't tip over the entire box of toys and they tipped it I'm like please don't please don't and then um I just had to walk out of the room and turn the lights off in my room and be in like darkness for five minutes <laughs> as I calmed down and and cleared the thoughts of killing them um out of my brain and yeah. then walked in like okay shall we read a story now <laughs> Calm, mother. I'm in control. Nothing's going to phase me. In yeah. control, mummy. Yeah. yeah. Do take time out when you have to. <laughs> text my husband. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I find angry text messages to my partner while he's away very soothing. Yes. It's, it's, yes. it's like a bark cantata. It really is. Uh, and then, uh, then I go back and, and I'm yeah, I'm much calmer after that. I just need to flush the anger out through uh, an SMS and then I'm back in the room. Cathartic. It is. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have a specific question, a sleep question for you. Yes. Um, so my sleep question is, um, so Charlie is like, uh, he's like two and a few months and he goes to sleep in his own cot with some difficulty uh, and then about midnight he wakes up and we're very lazy and we put him in our bed. Mm-hmm. Now, Am I creating some sort of sleep problem for later in life, which means he will insist on sleeping in our bed till he's 24? Or um, is it just fine and I should just not worry about it? Because I don't mind it because we've got a massive super king bed. So I, d- I quite like it, to be mm. honest. I quite like so there it. are two key things here. You don't mind it and you quite like it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so is it actually a problem? Well, I'm worried that it's I like it, but I'm worried that it's harmful for my son. Who I do, despite you know what I say on this podcast, care about quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to mess him up, and I don't want to mess his 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 relationship with sleep up. I think it's important that they can go to sleep on their own, and I think it's important that they get a quality sleep. Uh, I think whether your child sleeps with you or not is a hugely personal preference, and there are lots and lots of different opinions on it. But if you look at globally, most people in most countries at some point will sleep with their parents 
and they're not sleeping with what? their parents. Oh, right, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah gotcha. <laughs> and they're not sleeping with their parents when they're 24. No, no. Because we, we we have two children in our house, and in our house, they're mine. My <laughs> husband's guys clarify just that. wandering in and out. Yeah, yeah. We just we keep it at two. Um, but yeah, throughout the night, one will one will come in, and then the next. And uh, we are so tired that they end up just we you know we we have some kind of Tetris formation on the bed that, <laughs> that allows us all to get to sleep. But yeah, in the morning. And, and I'm sure there are lots and lots of parents who find that. Yeah. Frequently. Because yeah. I know you just, you lock your children in their room, don't you? <laughs> I do. I have a really big steel. <laughs> uh, no, I find both my children in my bed sometimes. Oh, no, I, I was going to talk about um, controlled crying because I think that's one of those things that some people swear by. And I, I've met parents who are very Gina Ford and um control crying and and again i think it you know tying back to the crying thing uh my husband and i just sat down in the lounge room holding each other crying because we just couldn't we couldn't do it we were really hopeless at it and we wanted to sleep but the we waded up by being slightly emotionally scarred i think lots of people like a a sort of system of trait sleep training that Mm. is very structured like controlled crying and it isn't the same as just leaving your child to cry for hours and hours on end yeah and lots of studies have shown that it hasn't got long term harmful effects it it doesn't cause this toxic stress it's very short term and in the long you look at the long-term consequences which is your child can sleep and so it's beneficial but many parents just can't do it and i think mm. you have to go with what's going to work for you well thank you jesse for lovely your lovely tips i feel you know oh it's fantastic professional not just us crapping on yeah not just us <laughs> having a couple of lines going oh we're mummies blah blah, blah, blah. your husband's bollocks oh, rah, 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 rah. she's trained <laughs> She's got a skill. She's got a real skill. I'm quite, I'm quite, I've got a newfound respect for you. Don't worry, I'll wear off. But yeah, no, thank you for that. That was like real. Yes. That was like the most. sophisticated. Wow. Scummy mummies. For God's sake, pass the wine. I know. (laughs) Let's have a little hummus break. We should say, listeners, we're having a double hummus episode today. Oh, I know. Because Ellie, I I, I sort of predicted the hummus. I I, I wasn't joking about passing the wine. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Hardy Brothers finest tonight, ladies and mm. gents. And thank you, thank you to all the male listeners again. I, I'm just sort of loving the males and slash sucking up to my husband. And um, but we we have had a few male likes on our Facebook, which has been really fantastic. Yes, so thank, thank you. you. Um, I'm glad that we've, we're. Uh, I was going to say touching men, but that's not that's not a sentence that kind of goes down well. Um, <laughs> and also, can I just say when I said thank you, just then I think I did it in my Mr. Tumble voice, but that was. <laughs> Oh, darling. <laughs> not, not taking the Sorry, mic. Justin I genuinely Fletcher. mean it. No, we do love you and your work and everything you stand for. <laughs> um, I, I just thought I'd bring hummus along uh, tonight. But Ellie, of course, presented the homemade hummus with a, a, a sprinkle of paprika and, oh. a, and a dash of extra virgin olive oil. I told them it was paprika. Uh, <laughs> let's just say I defrosted something today for about two years and a few months ago. Essence of um, uh, birth past. No, I did make hummus, which is actually quite unlike me, but it was in honour of Jesse, who I have known for a long time. We spent one summer in our 20s just eating hummus and breadsticks. That was all we ate. That and alcohol was all we consumed for about a month uh, until the day we were eating it. And I said, Jesse, is this hummus a bit fizzy? <laughs> 
And she went, yes, yes, it is. And then we couldn't eat it again for about three days. So I made, I made hummus fresh. Fresh from the supermarket. Yeah, and I was just going to buy some and then I forgot. So I thought, I'll make some. And then I got halfway through and I realised that I didn't actually have any chickpeas. So I had to send Pete to the shop to buy chickpeas. When I could have just bought the hummus in the first place. So anyway, that's uh, that's hummus watch. <laughs> I know you've been on, you know, hanging on for that. So yeah. So coming up next is Scummy Mummy's confessions. Should we should we make Jesse go first? Oh, go yeah, on, go on. Yeah, go on. My confession is when I went to the local swimming pool and we forgot to put on the swim nappy, and my daughter pooed in the swimming pool, but not only in the pool, or <laughs> <laughs> all down the slide oh yeah <laughs> the public poo oh yeah um, which pool was this Deptford Deptford oh people of Deptford Jessie would like mm. to publicly apologise to you now and it did close the pool <laughs> Nino Nino public health oh no so how, when did you realise like was it while she was mid slide or was it like after she came on there was just yeah, a as she came off the slide oh, oh my dear. which one was it with the little elephant slide. No, which child was that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's what you call her for short, isn't it? <laughs> you don't want to say. No, it was Megan. Oh, bless. <laughs> she also vomited strawberries in a different pool and closed that one once oh, as well. Oh, Megan. God, you're a disaster zone. It, it, yeah, there, there was a time where we were banned from all the local swimming pools. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Lewisham loves you. <laughs> They had like a little wanted poster. Oh, bless. Oh, that was a a pretty good one to start us off with. So my scummy mummy confession is actually, it's sort of my mum's, my mum has Charlie two days a week and she uh, usually uh, spends time with uh, Suey, who looks after her grandson, Billy. So anyway, I went to pick up Charlie a few weeks ago and my mum said, "Um, I've got something to tell you. And I said, right, what, what is it? And she said, well, Charlie and Billy really wanted ice cream today. And and I looked in the freezer, and the only ice cream I could find was rum and raisin. And I said, right. And she said, and initially I didn't want to give them the rum and raisin ice cream because it's got rum in it. But Suey said, that this is the other grandma, Suey said that if you freeze alcohol, it stops being alcoholic. Ask the professional. And I went, right. And my mum went... So we gave them the, the ice cream. And I said, I'm sure that's fine, Mum. You know, and she said, well, the thing is, um, then they went really mental. <laughs> and started running around the garden and throwing themselves, just, just throwing themselves into the bushes and just being really, really loopy. And then I looked at the box of ice cream, at the tub of ice cream, and it said it's 5%. So <laughs> I gave them a pint. Yes. You've given them a pint of Cronenberg. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, my oh, darling. God. And she was like, oh, God, I feel terrible. I feel so awful. And I said, really? Did you really think that alcohol, like, stop? And she was like, no, now you say it, no. <laughs> no. And I said, look, show me the tub. So I got the tub and I looked at it and she'd misread the ingredients. <laughs> and the ingredients actually said that it had five percent rum in it so so the only yes yeah, so only five percent of the ingredients were rum it was not that the alcohol was <laughs> the ice cream was five percent proof <laughs> so it was all fine and he was not drunk uh, yeah. but i kind of wish i hadn't told her that and just let her go on thinking <laughs> no. that she got my son wasted it's good to do a bit of reverse guilt i think occasionally <laughs> <laughs> how could you <laughs> 
so uh, bless my mum, and I, I love her, and I and I'm very grateful for the childcare. And she, did, I did get her permission for sharing yeah. that story. Oh, so thank you, mum. And you know, why not? We give him rum all the time at home. Yeah, that's you know, right. That's fine. Brandy on the dummy. That's... <laughs> so Helen, what's your uh, what's your confession? Oh well, this this week I had um, I had a first play date from Matilda's um, school. So my my daughter Matilda started school, and on the first day I invited one of the mums back. Because, you know, this is, you know, it's a top opportunity for Matilda to make friends. But also, you know, you've got to mm. sniff out, sniff out. Potential good... new swinger. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. mums who drink. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> anyway, so I had the lovely Jenny in my house and Matilda and Emily went upstairs and started playing. And then Hugo, the two-year-old, went up as well. And um, after a while, it was quiet, which is always a bad sign. And Matilda and Emily came down and they had their milk and, and biscuits. And I said, and where's Hugo? They said... He's playing with the bottom cream. (laughs) And I went upstairs and my two-year-old had painted my bedrooms and bathrooms with pseudocream, uh, which is a delightful substance that comes out of carpet like a treat. Uh, He had basically got two full tubs of pseudocream, massaged them with his hands and just smeared it over the carpet and, and anything good. And the taps and his legs. Uh, so, um, yeah, that wasn't embarrassing at all. I'm, I'm trying to laugh it off going, <laughs> this is going so well. We'll have, have another play date. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Have you met my delightful children? Um, yeah, so that was fantastic. But I do have to squeeze in one. Oh, no, two more. Matilda choked on a 5p coin the other day because oh. I told her, please don't eat the, please don't eat money. Please don't eat money. So, of course, when I was making dinner, she decided to try and swallow a 5p. And then she bent over like a dog on all fours and went, <coughs> and then threw up all over the lounge room floor. But I heard a tinkle oh. and the 5p came out. Oh, <laughs> That was good. And then, then, of course, later that night, Hugo pooed in the bath and Matilda tipped all the toothbrushes into the bath. Oh, <laughs> uh, so oh. it was like a poo toothpaste soup, which was really nice. So, yeah, it's been a good week for me. Uh, and I'm so glad my husband has been away in Wales. Thank you, Will. Oh, wow. Helen. Yeah, happy times. <laughs> Well, we did. Um, we, you know, as always, we love to hear listeners' scummy mind confessions. I think we've only had uh, one this week. Uh, Buck your ideas. No, that's really no. Um, thanks. So, <laughs> pull up your socks, listeners. <laughs> um, so yeah, this one is from again the lovely Marianne Stepney, who we'd heard from earlier. Um, she says, "When in the shop buying chocolate for my children, I often say fairly loudly." It's nice to treat them once in a while, so as to imply to the shop assistant and anyone in the queue that they only ha- have it once in a blue moon, which is, of course, a massive, massive lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Marianne, for oh. sharing so much of your life with us today. I do love, I do love a guilty mum announcement. It's like when you're in the cafe, go, oh, we're just having a treat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's your birthday. <laughs> Again, mummy. Yes, again. <laughs> we had it for Just tea. Just like the queen. <laughs> Please do do send us in your scummy mummies confessions. Mm. Uh, you can send them to scummymummiespodcast at gmail dot com, or uh, on Twitter we're at scummy mummies, or on Facebook we're facebook dot com forward slash scummy mummies podcast. We worked mm. that one out, didn't we? So coming up next episode, we have a pelvic floor specialist coming up. She has a master's degree in fannies. (laughs) Can she relay my pelvic floor? (laughs) 
terrible laminate floors that you bought very cheap from B&Q four yeah. years ago and it's sort of buckling a bit at that's one right end. yeah we're, we're with the, the floorboard is just sunk in one spot yeah. <laughs> you can put your toe on it it goes a bit spongy um yeah so we had the wonderful sarah coming in who is a physiotherapist who has a a um physiotherapy business called maternally fit and she specializes in the JJs. She oh. specialises in the lady area. So this is a um, an announcement to the listeners. If you've got any, you know, pelvic floor questions, please get in touch. You don't need to put it publicly on the Facebook. You can you can just email us if you don't want to share it with the world that you've been wearing your pants for the last yeah, two then, years. And then we'll read it out on the podcast. Yeah. It goes on the internet. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> Jessie, how, how's your pelvic floor? It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a look. <laughs> are you good at childcare? <laughs> let's look at your fanny good <laughs> thank you to jesse who's been a wonderful first special guest mm. have you enjoyed yourself it's been great oh oh, oh I'm <laughs> i've had wine and hummus it's i couldn't have asked for more we love you we love you listeners thank you for staying with us tonight thank you very much goodbye bye, bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.